This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the changes in open wheel structure in Australian motorsport coming in 2015. I hope you'll stay with us. Eugenia Rocker joins us on the line, the Chief Executive of the Confederation of Australian Motorsport. And big decisions for the future of Australia's development categories in open wheel racing, Eugene, this week with the Formula 4 announced as being the premier category that will move people from karting, state level motorsport and then up, who knows, hopefully international and beyond. That's correct. That's correct. Good afternoon. We have been watching it and observing it, uh, understanding the best way forward for open wheel um, um, participants to get to the top end of the motorsport. And we determined, based on some recommendations from the FIA, that uh, Formula 4 was a championship that CAM should endorse from 2015. And therefore, we made the announcement in the marketplace uh, last week or this week so that people can start to get their heads around it. A big decision, isn't it, to say that a, a category which has been around since the 60s that has developed Australian motor races uh, for so long, Formula Ford, was to be moved to the, the state echelon and a new series to come in instead? Yeah, any sport that doesn't reflect and move with the times is probably doomed to failure in the long term. And uh, to think that what was acceptable in the 60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s may be the best way forward into the future is not necessarily the right way of thinking. And so, you know, we took the view that Formula Ford has been a wonderful breeding ground, particularly for Australian motorsport, um, it should necessarily stay the same. And therefore, we believed that uh, by putting that championship off the agenda and uh, bringing it to an end, we could then consider a better pathway. And all indications are that kids stepping out of karting into a Formula Ford did not necessarily result in the best outcomes from an open wheel pathway in wings and slicks, which is where Formula One lies. Um, and so for us, it was a fairly straightforward decision to terminate the Formula Ford Championship and look at an alternative championship, which now has turned out to be Formula Four. So we think it's a big decision, but any sport that sits on its hands is you know, doomed to end and die on its bum. And so from our point of view, we needed to make sure that uh, we reviewed what was available and that was it. turned out to be the best alternative. Moving to a now a category that's a four-cylinder wings and slicks model and being an international category also helps with trying to bring costs down to bridge that gap that we saw the Australian Formula Ford Championship really starting to dwell in numbers because the costs of running it were more than Formula 3 and in, in some cases getting up towards some of the sedan car categories. It was mind-blowing that people were spending up to a quarter of a million dollars and we understand the need to compete and be competitive and the money that gets put into that, but uh, we felt that a properly controlled, um, internationally recognised category at the very least has to be better than what we've got, even if it was going to cost the same. Now, we don't believe it'll cost anywhere near that sort of money, but better controls in place, internationally consistent, um, with a real emphasis on driver development rather than engine development or car development was the way forward and so we think we've learned a little bit from the past and we'll put in place something but going forward we'll have an emphasis on driver development and young talent uh, controlled regulations very important and cost controls so uh, time will tell but it's CAMS's responsibility and challenge at the same time to achieve those three outcomes from the new category 
Will how will the new category be managed? Will you be going out to market to get a category organizer in place, or will this be something that CAMS will be doing themselves? No, CAMS uh, will not be doing this because we see our responsibility as a primarily as a, regu- a regulator and promoter of the sport in terms of its growth, but not to actually. Um, get down and dirty in running a category. We've done that in Formula Ford this year because no one else could or would. Um, that's for championship that's about to end. Um, our preference is to have a um, committed, passionate, well-resourced um, operator manage the category within very tight constraints um, and with an absolute commitment to driver development. So I can tell the marketplace if it's not our intention to run the category, we want people to step up to the plate and tell us how they think they could run the category in a way that is both um, important from driver development and a cost-controlled element also. Do you have a cost in mind for what a six- or eight-round championship should be as a a stepping ground out of the karting sector and into the open-wheel categories? What we don't want it to be is a maximum of 250. Um, We think that's way too much for a Formula 4 car. We've been led to believe that a manufacturer of a chassis can produce one for around about 35,000, 33,000 euro, which translates to about 40-odd thousand Australian, 45,000 Australian, and engines are in the five to 8,000 euro mark. So if you're able to acquire a car for roughly 40 to 42, 43,000 euro, translate that into Australian dollars, you're looking at about 65, 70. Um, it's really then a question of what you put around it to make it run during the year. It would take a lot of effort to spend over 200,000 Australian to make a, a car run around a track six or seven rounds a year. So we're looking at what we believe to be something around about 100 to 150,000 mark per car, um, including the original cost amortised over you know three years. Very affordable compared to what is currently the top end of Formula Ford. But you know again we have to take stock of what the market is prepared to do and give. Um, and I'm very confident that we'll be able to find an operator that can keep the costs uh, well below the 250 that's currently being spent, but above what's being you know, invested by carters at the top end of their particular sport. Mm. So somewhere in between is the answer. But you know, this will be a contract that will be partly controlled, regularly reviewed, and uh, hopefully we'll see a you know, pretty strong platform for the future. It is a very important key in motorsport in Australia, though, because with so many carters out there needing a pathway up into the higher levels of motorsport. If the bridge is too big, we will just see um, people either moving away from motorsport and uh, not participating as much, or uh, we'll have smaller and smaller ever-dwindling fields and ever-dwindling numbers of drivers to pick from in the higher categories of Australian motorsport. Not everyone is going to end up a Formula 1 driver. We understand that. But you've got to provide an aspirational structure that, like, there are millions of kids that would want to play AFL football. The fact is that they're not all going to play AFL football. Only about 800 play in the country. Same with cricket. Probably hundreds and thousands of kids that would love to play for Australia, but they don't. However, there is a structure in place that allows them to aspire to that. And so from our point of view, we think that we need to put the structure in place that gives a readily identifiable pathway to step out of a cart into a wings and slicks with a you know a suitably quality, a suitably regulated horsepower that is not too powerful but within range of what would be expected for a carter 
and then they can aspire to become Daniel Ricciardo uh, or Mark Webber uh, or Alan Jones or Jack Brabham. Um, this is not going to be an easy pathway, but it's made harder when you don't have a suitable category. And so we felt, let's create the category, uh, recognised by the FIA. In our vision, a kid that's successful in Formula 4 could step into a Formula 4 car in Europe or could step into a Formula 3 car in Australia or overseas with a lot more confidence that their opportunity at aspiring to the top level is achievable. Right now, it's very hard. Mm. Eugene, coming, I think, to the end of your first 12 months in the job, how have you enjoyed it? Well, it's been fantastic. I mean, I must say that it's been a learning curve for me and a steep learning curve. Um, I think any CEO who stops learning probably should turn in his ticket. I've still got a lot of learning to do, but 12 months ago, I didn't know what an elephant was. Um, I didn't understand the intricacies of Formula 3. I probably had very little limited knowledge of open-wheel pathways, but I've had a wonderful team under me that's been working with me. I've had a lot of engagement with stakeholders from you know, V8 teams, James Warburton, David Malone before him. Uh, the FIA has been wonderful in accepting and supporting me also. So, And the board has been great in helping me. So I think in the last 12 months it's been, for me, uh, a steep learning curve. But I, I think we've made some pretty bold and strong decisions. Uh, it's not my decisions. It's a collective decision from people at Cairns. I think our brand is improving. I think motorsport is becoming more exciting by some of the announcements that have been made and the contacts I've received in the last 48 hours alone suggest that people are getting very excited. So I, I think it's been um, a wonderful um, learning curve, but the opportunities for us in motorsport are before us and we've really got to start to um, you know, work as a group. And that's a message I give to everyone, Craig. Every once in a while, take a deep breath and ponder what you're doing and work out whether it's for the betterment of Australian motorsport. I think in the past, that hasn't always been the case. People have thought about their team or about their car or about themselves, and I don't think you should stop doing that, but you've also got to think about what is good for Australian motorsport as a whole, and that's where the best decision often lies. So that's what I keep reinforcing, and again, wonderful 12 months. I look forward to the next 12 months, and I think people involved in Australian motorsport should be very excited. Well, thanks very much for your time, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you again on Inside Motorsport. Always a pleasure, and thanks very much for your support. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.